evil and corrupt generation. We need you, Lord. We need thy faith, favor, and thy grace. Now walk with us, O Lord. Guide us. Show us the way. Okay, let's go to... Yesterday we dwelt on the subject 80, what is to believe. We found what believing is so simple. You just make your mind about something. And uh, that's why you must be careful on, on what you're making your mind about because the things you make your mind about will become your belief. So you must uh, all the time check your, your mind uh, because that's where things start, that's where the battle is at. So the things you believe, things that you think are the things that determine your belief. Okay, now we are on our subject today. What is to be saved? Uh, what is to be saved? And uh, we are, Islam said it's about faith, you know, that all things are done by faith. So now we're giving the steps of by faith, which is the first step is to believe. Then when that belief is materialized into genuine faith, then you'll be saved. Now this saved term, it doesn't apply on Uksindiswa, it's just saved when you're sick, saved on whatever thing that you believe on. Just uh, so you'll, you'll be saved. Uh, that will be the second stage of your belief. Uh, now let's go to Second Corinthians chapter three verse seventeen Zosa. Second Corinthians chapter three verse seventeen. I'm trying not to shout in this room because in the air calling it's gonna destroy my my my, my sermon here. I got three two. Second Corinthians three verse seventeen. Now we get the introduction of the Spirit. That the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We find that after you believed, you introduce the Spirit. You start a spiritual journey. And that spiritual journey will uh, make a certain spirit dominate you because of what you believed. That's how we attract spirits in our lives. It's because of what we believe. Even if it's a spirit of bondage, even if it's a spirit of lust, whatever spirit, you believed onto something. 
and you follow that thing, you watch it, you embrace it, and you'll catch that spirit. So now, when you believe unto salvation, you receive the Spirit of God, which always hover and wait for the Word of God to be believed. And that Spirit, if it lives in you, it liberates you. It sets you free. It means it saves you. The sign that something has been saved in you. There's something that has to be set free. As long as you are in bondage, you are in struggle, it means you are not yet saved. You are still fighting something. Maybe your mental capacity is fighting what you're supposed to accept. Most people, after God has healed them, they struggle. They fight trying to do deliverance themselves, trying to help God's hand because they don't accept what the Spirit has already done, has already saved them. So now wherever the Spirit of the Lord is operating, there will be liberty. That's why the Spirit of God is contrary to the Spirit of churches and the spirit of religion because the spirit of religion is a spirit of human workmanship. Human beings have to work something out. As you see in the Catholic Church or any human religion, you'll find people there having some gestures uh, certain things they live by. They don't cut hair. They, 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 they don't eat food on certain days. They, whatever they do, because they are not, they are in bondage. In the Catholic Church, you'll find them not getting married. Extreme things, because they are fighting salvation. So now, what is to be saved? It is to believe unto salvation. Says to believe is to make your mind concerning something. Now you have to believe until Moengwell testifies with your spirit that you are a child of God. And then until the Spirit of God frees you from your own doubts, because God always provides for us. What is his answer about anything? But there is a human nature in us. I've seen in my ministry, I've tested this personally, that God will send you to people to, to liberate them, to help them. But they'll spend the first years doubting you, investigating you, judging you. But you are the only thing sent to help them. And it will take maybe... Five years, you find a certain brother starts to really believe the ministry that God has sent to them. Start to really uh, be free and, 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 and be happy. And you'll find people, why people, they grow so slow in things of God. is because they get into things of God 
and they fight the things of God. They don't trust the things of God. The very same thing that God has only has always will always have one only one provided way for your deliverance. God will want invest uh, a multitasking system for your uh, breakthrough. He will always have one way. If God has set something, a mission for you, a certain people for you, a certain environment where you have to live fully and trust and, and live with those brethren and, and, and open all your life to them and share your resources with them and your weaknesses and, and pray with them and, and, and really be loyal, you will never be free. You'll run around trying to find your own way, trying to investigate your own way, trusting your mind, which is the very curse of this generation. People today, they ask you questions. Why they already have second thoughts. They already have certain doubts. And you ask yourself why they ask questions. Imagine you come to God and you want to know something, but at the same time, you're still going to think for yourself. That's The Bible says they'll be high-minded. That's a curse we have today. It's people that hardly believe easy. They have a lot to think about. The devil has got a lot of stuff out there. And God has already provided an easy way out of slavery. That is to be saved. People, they easily think anyone can read the Bible. Anyone can just stand there and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you in my life. Anyone can just stand there and reach to God. Because God hears everybody. That's ideal, ideal uh, solution. That's the ideal information. God hears everybody. That's ideal. Like if you ever studied physical science or or mathematics or whatever, you'll find that there's something called an ideal graph. The graph is ideally. But, but you find that if the actual measurement is done, that's not true. So it's... Because by predestination, we know that. But if today, God will send you to someone. As much as he hears your prayer, but God has his plan. So as he has his plan, he does not change his plan because today when you decided to be saved or you decided to pray or you decided to do what? No. He will stick to his plan. If in this vicinity, in this area, you have to speak to Umtunzi regarding this matter. If he has ordained Umtunzi uh, before the world began to have a ministry of deliverance in this area, you can, you, you can do whatever. You can, you can go overseas. You will come back to that area where your deliverance is at. And to serve God like that is so easy and liberating. But the human spirit, uh, they come with their people and they come to God. 
they come with their genealogical spirits and stuff and their own stubbornnesses and things. And they don't get saved. I've lived with people, others, it takes 15 years, they even believe in your ministry. And they suffer and they struggle and they, 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 after they are so defeated, then God opens their eyes. If you don't want the way of salvation, you will struggle finding your own way. Salvation is by faith with reference to a place of deliverance. To a person who is uh, set by God, like uh, who was that, uh, I think it was Eli. After Eli and his children picked and God had to choose a, a womb of a woman who was barren to bring forth a child was someone who had to be born and be waited upon and be a champion there. After some few years, God has to call that boy who did not understand the voice. And the Bible say before he came there, people did what everyone was right in their eyes. So it's, it's that, that, that's the way God works. God will always wait for a deliverer. He'll wait for that deliverer even if he's still not yet born. And the way of human beings, human beings always want to make something that replaces something. There is something that has to continue. If uh, 1500, they started the Lutheran church, that name has to remain till Jesus comes back, even if God is doing nothing in it. So that's the pride of the human race. So that's why people don't get saved. To be saved is so easy. You just have to find a door to knock. You just have to find a person to, to go and ask the ways of God. You just have to find someone that God has already placed there with all equipment to tell you what is the ways of salvation. So now, uh, it's, 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 uh, I call it fear. Uh, 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 the spirit of unbelief has got fear. And fear is a selfish motive where people uh, they fear that uh, they won't be in a situation to have themselves uh, protected by themselves. You know, and, and uh, your faith has got one voice and that voice, you are set free. And can you remember this woman, oh my God, Samuel, she prayed for many years fasting, uh, suffering, and doing that. And just one day, when she came to the temple, a man that was confused about her condition, just said, you are drunk, and she explained that I'm not drunk. And then that man said, no, woman, God has answered you, go free now. And she believed that. Because in that day, it was revealed to her that this man, can you believe she went there every year? She never knew that we alias just has to say a few words to her. It was not about the time, set time. It was about that's how long she took before she believed. 
So, people, be careful of the spirit of denominations and Pentecostalism. The only thing that differentiates us from the spirit of Samasondo is the Pentecostalism spirit. Pentecostalism spirit, everyone prays, everyone wants to go out there and have a revival, everyone has, it's nothing wrong with that. But the bride is always asking themselves, whom has the Lord spoken to? Because you rather listen one sermon in 50 years from someone whom the Lord has instructed other than listening to 100 people in 10 years whom God has not sent them to say anything. So that's the battle. God is not going to be irresponsible for, for, for people who don't have faith. Faith is to forget your own efforts. You know, I've got people always send me voice notes and asking me things. And about 90% of them always detect that they have their own way. They, have, they are looking for answers for what they have concluded. And I know that they will never win. Never will they win. They will struggle. They will suffer all their lives. Because God sends you to a destiny to be set free. To forget all your doubts. And forget all your hard work. And forget and serve under that leadership that God has provided there. And commit your life there. Be told what to do. Where to turn what to read, uh, how to pray. Present yourself as someone knows nothing. That's the only way that salvation in that area will ever get anywhere with you. You will never, God can never change his plan. So, you'll be free at last. Can you read Romans 10 verse 11? Romans 10 verse 11 as we are checking the subject of what is to be saved. You shall not be ashamed. You shall not, after this process has happened, you won't be ashamed. You know, there are people today who are ashamed about this ministry, but they are in it. There are people who are ashamed about William Brenham because they hear things about him on the internet. They are ashamed. They are ashamed about true servants like Ewan Frank. And the people that are following false prophets are doing things wrong publicly. They are not ashamed of that. People that are following Bushiri, they don't even question him scripturally. They don't even care if you, you what you say. The people that are following Omotoso, they're still protesting today. But people will be ashamed about comments that the, the, the people of the world are saying in the internet 
about a prophet of God. A prophet of God who was never found to be wrong, not even once. Not even once in his prophecies in his lifetime. Not even once uh, when he was praying for the sick did it ever fail. Not even once if he had, had any scandal in his life. Now because the denominations, they wanted to put the women preachers, they wanted to continue the Trinity, they wanted to put a, a bad name to him. Now the children of God are ashamed. There will never be salvation in your life. The thing that God has provided you has to be ikugu, has to be what you are happy about. If you are not happy about, then you, you must leave there as quick as possible because you'll be wasting your time. Salvation is whatever God has provided your way. You will never be liberated unless you live for it with all full commitment. You don't have to be around where God is working and make a loud noise and try to be your own project. It will never work. You, God's kingdom is not a filling station. You don't get there, fill your car and drive your way. You, you, you have, it's like a race car. You, you have to run in a certain track and fill the petrol in the track. The kingdom of God is just... Now, people who are trying to walk with giants and eagles and walk with God's prophets, at the same time, they have their own ideas. I suffer in my life every day living with brothers or sisters and families who just walking around me, but they're having their plans in their lives. And they always get knocked, and they come back, they want help, and they always go out and get knocked because they are not fully committed. They are here to get, like, but God's plan doesn't work like that. If you have to be saved, you have to believe everything. And you have to not be ashamed. You have to be one of the people who tell people that that's a servant of God. This message is right. This, if you are ashamed of that, you, you, you will never be delivered. So, uh, so people, that's why they struggle. There's a struggle I sense. And God called me to call you brothers to this prayer so that you understand how the things of God work. Things of God don't have the world uh, facade. They don't have the world glamour in them. They don't have the... So no, not everyone runs unto them. You know, they, they are shady. Now, it's very easy to be ashamed on them. The Israelites, having been brutalized, enslaved by the Egyptians, yet when Moses came, they were ashamed. As much as they wanted to be liberated, but the method that God just brought back a person who was a loser, who was a runaway soldier, who came back here now, being humbled by life, having a crooked stick, having been a shepherd for 40 years, come back married to a black woman, an Ethiopian, come in here, and he, how is this person going to help us? And they, didn't, they fought him all the way, and they didn't get there. They all died because they didn't believe in him. 
And that's what is wrong. When people rebel in the things of God, they don't rebel in God. They rebel on the person God is using or on the method God is requesting in their life. They have a certain inner pride that they don't want to be sold all out. You will never amount to anything unless you look around, you look what is God, God is doing around where you are. Run as far as you can or be as committed more than life. If you're going to be half committed, if you're going to have reservations, if you're going to have your own private thinking, you're trying to mix God's mission with your own things, it will never work. It must be one way or no way. And now, that, that's, a, that's a danger. So check yourselves that what delays your salvation in aspects? Why do you not having a breakthrough? There's something that you're supposed to be living for, expressing out there, telling the world about it. You are ashamed about it. You are hiding it because you think if you show it, it's going to damage your reputation. Or, But it's the only way God has provided for you. Now, this is not just mainly... Uh, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the message or whatever, even in family life. Sometimes in family life, you find that your wife is the one who's more wiser than you. And sometimes you just have to listen to her because she's wise in finances and stuff like that. You know, they, or in the family, there's a certain one of your brothers who has the answer. So it's, 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 if we don't, if we kill our own liberators, then we'll have to suffer the rest of our lives. We fight our destiny. That's why Bible a Christian who is trying to invent something. You know, I've seen people who read books and they want to pray like so-and-so. Or they want to do miracles like so-and-so. It's fun. It's fine if you are impressed about anything. But have you ever asked yourself what God wants for you? We always run away from that. The Pentecostal mentality, all people there are busy, but are faster, they are busy doing all these things. And they are getting worse. Worse. Nothing happens. They should do nothing and just forget one thing and wait for God. So, okay. Fundan Susa, John 3, uh, verse 19 to 21. John 3, verse 19 to 21. So that we find this Satan's trick. Nineteen to twenty-one. Verse. Verse number nineteen. And this is the condemnation that light come into the world, and men have darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest. They are the rod of God. That's a problem. They 
don't want to come to the light because they have pre-meditated conceptions. They don't want to accept. You know, I was looking at these videos and stuff which people are putting there and they always send me these videos. Some of them are as old as 2020. They are still trending out there. Yet, the church world want to continue. As much as they see that the level of anointing and the level of a word of God that has been produced, it was, it's enough to stop everything. But they continue because they are, they are the Bible when you say their works are evil, doesn't mean they are drunkards, thieves, homosexuals, no. Whatever is filthy rags, whatever that you want to do good uh, uh, outside God's instruction is evil. The Catholic Church denied every revival ever was so that they built schools and hospitals and, and helped the sick. They've called more damage to the world just by doing good. So when you have your own way, uh, that's why I said, let me be here and talk to you, brothers, and pray with you, because I can see there is a struggle to some of you. There is, they don't understand the, how a ministry, that's not a denomination, works. A ministry that is commissioned by God won't have time to send people to you, to give you books, and psychologically enchant you to be in a church service, and no, the ministry that God sends entirely relies on your faith. It's either you have faith or you don't have faith. It's either you have life or you have death. We don't proselyte. God never proselytes. Jesus never proselytes. So it's the way of salvation. It's after you have believed you believe unto salvation. You don't just believe your own way. You know, there's a lot of voice notes. People call me and they ask me stupid things and I don't answer them no more because I see that they don't get help. They don't see that you have to change everything. Now, why the world is like this? Their works are evil. So why they put women preachers on the pulpit is because it is customary and, and acceptable today to be kind to women and give them what is called liberation, which is one of the devil's uh, stupidest thing to give to humanity. He, he has to lie to these women and, and, and make them believe that the men are uh, where they have to submit to, to males and the man of God's order was bondage. So now women have this spirit now from hell that they have to be liberated. So the liberation of Christ to them is not enough. They have to be liberated by themselves. Look at what that liberation has caused them to be prostitutes. Almost Every street, every woman has got it. If you can get into the spiritual world, 
you'll find all of, almost all of them followed by a hallowed spirit. All of them have almost that anointing of a hallowed. I, I hardly find a woman today unless those who are saved and who are in the message and almost all of the women everywhere, they have a prostitute. What is that spirit? It's that thing they believed that they have to be liberated. They believed that. So the devil had to trap them because whatever God, way God has created them, to them is not enough. Whatever Jesus has to do, did for them, is not enough. If the message of the hour or the Bible or anything is not enough, they have to be worshipped in TVs, they have to be worshipped in soapies, they have to be worshipped in parliament by constitutions. Now, this spirit from hell is talking to them and making them feel like they have to be worshipped and they take the body that was uh, created sensitive after the fall uh, to be sensitive for sexual birth and uh, to be used uh, for bringing children or something. They take that body and under the anointing of the devil make it an idol to be worshipped by the lustful eyes of men. And that causes them to send more souls to hell than all uh, Shebeen's taverns put together. Just by a wrong conception, by uh, lying politicians who just knew that women are majority, and now the system of the world is no longer using wars to dominate. It's using the majority numbers now because, and now because it's changed in the atmosphere, the way the devil works. They say, oh, women are many. So if we manipulate them and lie to them, they will be powerful enough to vote for us. And that's how well it is. The families are destroyed. Uh, everything is destroyed. Young girls lose their virginities, use everything. Because they are no longer at all. The Bible says there is one, you search for one wise woman among the thousand men I didn't find. And churches don't read that. All these offensive verses to women are personalized to Solomon or to Paul or to whosoever. Because the devil wants to have women in their hands. So, if you're going to seek your own way and run around, run away from where God is speaking or where deliverance is at, you will catch up a wrong eye and fall into a trap in one of the devils that Satan has put out there. Your mind is not enough to make you safe. You need true servants of God true ministries of God that you should be loyal to and stop doing things by surprise, by trying to impress people. You mean, you cannot impress the devil in hell. You know, we don't need nobody's interest. You just have to make your affairs known and declare whatever life you live in. The church be able to check it by the word and the true servants of God be able to assist you. So now, the biggest danger, why salvation in personal lives of saints is not there, is because they are doing their own thing. 
You know, I've met young men all over uh, the country. You know, very few that Jerry come and say, Babuskakane, uh, we are hundredly surrendered to this, whatever God is doing. Uh, we want to know what step. Others, they try their mistakes and they try their faults, use their money anyway, try all these things, and then when they fail, they seek God's solutions. That's so much a shame because when you are a child of God, you have to rely solemnly on God's ways. So that's why people struggle. They have their own evil ways, evil taste. They have their own ways to try to do things. You know, Catholic Church, after it backslidden in the 300th year, it never sat down and say, whom God has called. You know, there's been always people that were true servants. After Paul, there was that group of Iranians, and there was another group of Colombo. There was always been saints that were not in the denomination spectrum that God had favor. But what the Catholic Church did, it put together something called church fathers, people of wisdom, people who had the same spirit but sacreds have, just to be wise and writers of books. And they get in the church, those people, they continue those spirit of Osabo Sacred, Osabo Pluto, and all this, and discussions and debates and wisdom. And the devil saw that group and he came in because he loves that group. That group doesn't pray. It doesn't seek for true servants of God. In the Bible, everyone who ever had a problem, a true servant of God had to be sent. When Peter, when in Joppa, Colonius had a problem, he had to send for Peter. When in chapter 8, the eunuch didn't understand the verse, he had to send for Philip. The Holy Spirit sent for Philip. In Acts 19, when people didn't know if the Holy Ghost was there, the group that was going to uh, Apollo, they had to meet Paul. That's the way of salvation. When God has, when you meet someone who say, I've seen an angel, you know, I've, I've, I've heard an audible voice, like the reason I follow Brenham's ministry is not that God sent me by a vision to it. When I got there, He's the only person in this 20th century who walked with an angel, even big crusades, and that angel led him to the Bible. So, who else can do that? Who else, uh, who else have brought, today we can preach the book of Revelations, whatever they do. We know the imposters, we know there are people out there too who claim they've seen angels, but no one of them comes back with a 100% biblical clarity that cannot be denied. Then it was Brother Frank who had an audible voice that he must be the one who takes the message and puts it into the biblical way so that we stop preaching Branham, Branham. God led me to him as well by vision. And all those people denied Branham, uh, who denied Frank, I mean, all those who denied Branham, the Oral Roberts and all those, and they produce the junk like the TBN junk, 
which is seen by the whole world that is a junk. So will you deny a true prophet to end up being like that? To end up mixing the church with the world? No one else came up. Benny Hinn was crying now that he was backslidden for three years. After I, I prophesied on his life when I saw his video uh, uh, calling Branham insane. He says, oh, there's no one was ever used by Branham, but when you get to the third dimension, you become insane. I watched that video, I think it was 2010. I said, this man is going to backslide. Because he, won, he was jealous that Branham was used more than him. So now he had to say words so that the people in that school there follow him. And he, I said he's going to get a punishment from it. He got it. Divorced his wife. He went around sleeping with prostitutes, living a horrible life for, for three. In fact, he does confess it himself. You, because God had to show him that you are insulting people that are greater than you. Even this man who wrote a book insulting Brenham called uh, God's Generals, Robert Lydon, that he became so popular amongst the TBN group, uh, he glorified all the false teachers, the Trinitarians, and all the true servants of God, he gave them a bad name. He said, no, they were deceived at the end. Uh, don't, 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 don't. He said stupid things about William Branham. All the stuff that's there in, you, in, 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 in Wikipedia. He said those things. Not more, less than 10 years from there, he had a scandal where he was sodomizing a young man they, now he, he stopped for six months preaching in his church and he went down like that in history. Now, the de Pentecostal denominations, they have seen that people who criticize this man, they go out the window. But still they follow those false prophets. So, the way of God is to be careful how you judge God's true servants and you should be careful how you behave yourself amongst God's true servants because God might curse you by just having a wrong attitude. So that's just a few words. Uh, the Catholic Church uh, refused salvation. They started to call for councils and those councils, Trinity was born, which is a monster that has been causing bloodshed and killing saints all church history. And then the reformers, after Martin Luther was gone, they started to form a denomination. They didn't want to wait for John Wesley. And that has been their curse till today. They never got the Holy Spirit. They missed all revivals after they didn't. Azusa Street Revival, the Holiness Revival, all the revivals, they didn't even know were happening because they were holding into the denomination curse. The Pentecostals, 1906 Revival, 1914, they formed the denomination. God left them. And even after World War II judgment, God called William Bremen and that group there of the Voice of Healing. They, they didn't accept it because they were already in denominations, already theologians. That's the case we have people. God sends people. God sends salvation. But that salvation in our minds is so hard to accept. But that's the answer we have today. We have to find what God is doing. And, and really, I remember that, I think it was the, often the ends of 1617, X 1617, in that time when 
Uh, I'm waiting for you to page up uh, the, the Carpentecostals. When they didn't have know what to do, they called what they call General Assemble in 1914. And this teaching, that was made like they take one verse and they make a slogan out of it and they make a theology out of it. And they've collected people that are not even born again, movie stars, whoever, soccer players, people of the world, told them from Lomo, and now we are a child of God. And that has become a curse all over the place. Everybody now, everybody now from Lomo, even a witching of Lomo. Because they didn't accept the message that was there to show them how is really to be saved. So read... I said Acts chapter 16, verse 17. Okay, verse number 17. Um, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. These men. These men. So, and also, now we look at 1629, but you'll read sometime that one, where it says, Banabo Moses on earth. So okay, that is the sign you are saved. You have been introduced to some men who have the mystery of salvation for your time. That's the only sign to show that you are saved. If you are just not led to anywhere and you are discovering for yourself everything, you are still struggling. And you will never be liberated until God leads you to where you will find comfort and be with people that you will really believe that uh, they are sent from God. Heavenly Father, this is your word. I hope you reveal it to your children. It's so deep and uh, mystery, but you are here to analyze mysteries. Now, may this really serve them. Well, Christ God said to Jesus, Father. We thank you for this prayer. It's so anointed, so powerful. I see miracles happening. Signs and wonders happening. I release it. Let everyone, Lord God, who is amongst us, find his answer. I'm just addressing the spiritual side of it. Now bless them, gracious Lord. Now as you're going to start prayer, let everyone pray, Lord. And let everyone thank you. Let everyone receive from you whatever that you've kept for us. We thank you that you kept us thus far. And you're going to keep us tomorrow as well. Bless this group. Help these young men to understand that I'm not here to cause false prophecy or I was sent. To, so I'm waiting for them to believe in fully that gracious Lord, all what they want is here to equip what is in them. Help them, Heavenly Father, to wake up because the time is short. Bless everyone who's going to hear this clip. Oh, Christ God said to Jesus, Lord, bless our wives, our families, our children. Protect them from the devil, who's a slick snake. Cover our mistakes in Jesus Christ's name. We ask you, O oh God, in Jesus Christ's name. We ask you, O oh God, in Jesus Christ's name. We ask you, O oh God, in Jesus Christ's name. We ask you, O oh God, in Jesus Christ's name.
Amba not in Jesus Christ's name. Let the Holy Spirit fall tonight as your children are going to pray. In Jesus Christ's name. Let the Holy Spirit be amongst them and cover them now. In Jesus Christ's name. Let miracles start to form out in Jesus Christ's name. I declare and decree that they are saved, Lord. If they're going to believe this message, if they're going to follow promptly in all the instructions, in Jesus Christ's name. It's so easy, Lord. It's just to forget your doubts, forget your mind, forget your cleverness, forget it, and associate yourself in Jesus Christ's name. Now, Holy Father, I hand over to them to take this prayer in Jesus Christ's name. Lord, I know. In Gelosi, the first day we pray. Now, in Jesus Christ's name, we thank you. We accept that victory. We accept that grace. Miracles that you do. You give us things that we don't deserve. You perform miracles, even financial miracles. You dictate people who are trying to hide money from us. We dictate by send it to us by mistake. Because you are trying to save them from wrath. Be with us in Kulunkuru. Give us prosperity in this place. Let it be a miracle for each and everyone in this group. Everyone, Lord, in Jesus Christ. And with those about joining my data, let them be forgiven, Lord, and provide for them in Jesus Christ's name. Unkulunkulu remains faithful. Let the blood of Jesus flow now to your children and perform miracles. We accept you, Lord. We accept you, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Give us anointed prayers now. Amen. I can pray in that order. Usnalo is going to pray until 10.40. Nelo will pray from 10.40 to 11.20. Then Upran Susa will take, get it from 11.20 to 12 o'clock. Then I'll round off. Uh, if network appear, no big aban, no big answer, continue to pray. Uh, and uh, and continue to pray. Over to you, Suku. 